Salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the ultimate cage cast, where we discuss the life and times of our national treasure, Nicholas Cage, and try to gleam every kernel of wisdom we can from his film this week. I am hosting today, and I think we should all take a break for a little bit of tea, because you're going to need it. My name is Nondescript, and I'm from Abu Dhabi. What? Oh, hello there. I am regular American high school kid. Boy, howdy. I am <laughs> Actually, enjoying... Actually, I'm... I'm yes. Yeah, I, I don't want to offend anyone from Abu Dhabi because we're really big in Abu Dhabi. Oh! So I'll just, uh, I'll just do that again and... I'm mercenary number one. <laughs> oh, good day to you, mercenary. American mercenary. I am American high school kid. I like Tarotor and Meta. And I very much enjoy <laughs> soccer and uh, bandit saw with yogurt, or I am Adrian. My name is Linda, but this week I'm a really poor quality cheese that your friend made, so you feel like you can't complain about it and you have to watch it. But uh, I do have a question. Um, mm-hmm. What took you so long, Adrian? What took you so long? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, I'm sorry. Salting Kakarosh, my neighbor friend, he makes cheese, yes? My uh, brother died! <laughs> <laughs> he had a son! <laughs> what took you so long? You, 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 you were late! You were late! Uh, 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 so now, transition feelings. transition from that feelings. into, who, who are you people who, who let you in here? Get, get out of here. I, uh, well... <laughs> We don't know who he was talking to. It might have been the camera crew because no. nobody was in the same shot. It could have been scene. fucking Ghost. This I, You actually kind of <laughs> nailed it with your cheese reference. Linda. This movie is like what happens when you have leftover cheese in a bag and you just mush it into a little cheese ball and you just hope it's good, but it's know. not because you, you're tasting sweat. Are we sure this wasn't a Robert W. Chambers project and that, that last chapter there wasn't calculated to break our minds? Because it feels sure utterly disassociated, movie? like the like Hell Up in Harlem. Well, uh, I actually, the way I, I I explained it to Carlo was that uh, my husband uh, was that it's like your pharmacist aid uh, brothers, cousins, sons, like former college roommates, son uh, made a movie, and you had to watch oh. it. Speaking <laughs> a movie, the name of this movie is on the can I just opened. Two eleven. Yeah, two eleven, which is the California police code for robbery. Even though this is supposed to be set in Massachusetts, only it ain't shot in California. It ain't shot in Massachusetts. <laughs> Where was it shot, Adrian? Well, well, Linda, let me tell you a little bit about this week's movie. So, uh, two eleven happened on June fourteenth of two thousand eighteen. Its budget oh. is a mystery. It's a marvel. Oh. It's not reported. <laughs> Five dollars worldwide. It managed <laughs> to earn one million fifty two thousand dollars, which isn't too shabby for the recent oh. Cage movies. Oh. Um, so it opened in theaters in four different countries, none of which was the United States, and none of which was the mysterious <laughs> country where it was actually made. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, but somehow it did its best business in Italy, 
where it actually played at 286 theaters. And it Jesus somehow God. actually mm. opened at number two. That's right. Oh, no, wow. it, it, it was right behind Jurassic World Fallen well, Kingdom in Italy. And it opened what? ahead of other bullshit like Pitch Perfect 3. Hey, wow. hey, hey, Italy? Italy. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I kind of can't understand that because when I was in Paris for that long, they really don't have that many movies. As much as people are like, oh, the cinema, oh... They actually see our movies more than they have their own because they yeah. realize their own movies are kind of shit. Well, they're, they're, they're yeah. Well, European film industries are generally far less funded. Um, if yeah. you don't believe me, look mm. at some of the shit Luke Besson produced, like Lockdown. Yeah, <laughs> and look Lockdown. at people like Australia, where they have to actually approve your fucking movies. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you mean yeah, somebody approved Encounter at Ravenskite? Wasn't this like completely uh, shot in Bulgaria? Yes, yes. This this movie yeah. is entirely from Bulgaria and um, Bulg America. <laughs> and even though the director is an American, and and there's Bulg Americans in the cast, um, <laughs> yeah. and, and other native English speakers, I might add. So um, um, let me tell you a little something here, Wesley. So our director is a guy named York Shackleton, <laughs> whose <laughs> whose name just makes me laugh. Um. <clears throat> And he's an American. He was actually born in Palm Springs, California, which is nice if you've got over a million dollars. And if you're a regular person like me, it's a shithole. Um, he was actually a snowboarder turned filmmaker. Um, he, he did some shit on MTV and that got him injected onto all that. But um, so oh, uh, he he, he um, so so most importantly, though, born in California, raised there, American, American accent. Probably should have been able to direct his Eurocast to speak English with the proper emphasis and meter. Uh, Man. <laughs> but uh, in 2005, he made a James Duvall movie called Kush, spelled with a K. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, maybe it should have been called 420, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah a, lo a lot of his shit doesn't seem to have reached that high a profile. What is this cush the kids are all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hold up. Hey. Wait a minute. Let's put a little cush up in it. Hello, fellow. <laughs> May I purchase some pod from you? The marijuana I would like to inhale? The jazz cigarettes, if you will. To obtain the euphoria you kids speak of. I'm hip. I'm with it. Wiggy, wiggy. <laughs> I listen to the Will Smith, you know. <laughs> this is the city, Los Angeles, California. Oh, the year was 1978. It was the last days of disco, and the Cold War was just heating up. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> 1978, year of the gun. I remember it well, comrade. The uh. I guess like the 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 way that they were trying to push this movie was by saying that it was uh, inspired by a true story, and um, uh -huh. inspired by is, that movie, part? the ride along. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is super fucking loosely based on a story. So this is less based on a true story than than uh, than Looking Glass was. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Uh. It was. I got uh, no defense of this fucking movie. By the way, go ahead. Fuck it. It's as based on a true story as Tusk was. 
Don't say that you love me. I think Gremlins was more based on that. Yeah. So it's like it has the American police. It's like one of my old friends would say. It's it's exactly like a bowling ball, but just um, just you know, in that kind of not at all way. <laughs> like, yeah it's I mean, apparently inspired by a, yeah. a story of a big bank heist uh that had a big shootout in hollywood in the 90s and, oh i remember that shit yeah that was yeah. on the news for like four hours and then they made a tv movie about it yeah and that was nothing like this <laughs> No. This movie was like three films crammed into one. At least, at least three. Added up. <laughs> so there, there's, there's wannabe Dog Day Afternoon. There's bullshit Special Ops Kabul. There, there's, yes. there's Interpol Lady Secret Agent Sexy Woman Threatens Guy with Guns. There's yeah. a troubled high school kid and his hospital mom. There's, there's a cop family drama. Yeah. yeah. Hey, babe. I, I'll, don't freak out or nothing. But um, I'm gonna have a baby. Oh my god, you're pregnant. I love you so much. Yeah, we're gonna call the baby. Let's call it George or Mike or Bob or Joe or Steve. <laughs> I love movies like this where they want you to think it's America because it's kind of, it's not as on par as uh, I think it's called Slaughter High, where the entire oh, thing yeah. was filmed That's in England, England with an English yeah. cast. Yeah. And they're all trying to come off as like Bobby, Sue, and Jeremy. It's like, no, yeah. Uh, but no, I, uh... mm, I gotta say, I loved out of all this bullshit, the incredibly what the fuck guy behind the counter at the gun store. <laughs> oh, like, oh, yeah. It's no, like... I will not sell you illegal firearms that I know nothing about and have never sold to anyone before. I am. But if you want to give me a blowy, would you like pretty gun for pretty <laughs> yeah. Let's talk in your window while we deal with guns. Well, well uh... there's that guy, and then there's all the mercenaries who are like, oh, because of trouble, let's make it a straight up million. <laughs> one million dollars i could never Cage. endure such a fortune yes yes, yes including his son <laughs> yeah no yeah weston's actually listed pretty high in the credits and he even gets a couple of lines you guys i know, I know and i'm imagining there's a premiere and he's like tapping his son on the shoulder going you made it son <laughs> <laughs> next stop porn no no what weston and kal-el have got to do one now yeah <laughs> Although, I mean, they um, could go the Jodorowsky route, and he could start directing his son in the film. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, I, I, I wouldn't that mind Cage trying directing again because I don't, I, I didn't, I didn't like Sonny very much, but it's better than a lot of the movies he's made since. No, oh no, come on, you don't want to see him. You don't want to actually see Nick Cage. I would pay for that to see him play Jodorowsky in a movie about. Jodorowsky. Oh, dude, he would do that shit too. He'd get, he get, get, get the hair and all that in shit. A heartbeat. Oh. And it's oh, funny but, that you um, mentioned Sonny because. He said that it was uh, sadly. He said, uh, "Quote: Sunny is sadly my only feature film. The critic and the critics decimated it." And he said, "I thought it was pretty good. I think I got Jimmy Franco or James Franco's best performance." Well, I don't agree with that second part. I mean, the critics were probably a little bit harsh. It's not a terrible movie. It's just a misguided. No, it's definitely not. Um, But you know, there is uh, like joking aside, there is some actual talent in 211 
Oh God, yeah. Yeah, because uh, the the character of Kenny, the tri- the the troubled uh, high school loser youth with the pierced ear and a cellular phone, is portrayed by none other than Michael Rainey Jr., who hails from Kentucky. He was born in two thousand, and people will probably know him from the Stars series Power and the spinoff of it. And uh, he starred in a sports drama called Amateur, and he was in Lee Daniels, The Butler, and apparently he received a fuckload of death threats over appearing in Power. Even though he's the, the only fuck? person in this movie with any basic appeal. Do you know why? You know, I don't, I, I couldn't find information hmm. specifically on why, because that was in on, on Wikipedia. And then I went, uh, hmm. and that was the end of the information. And the and the article on him is really short. It's a stub. They need to, they need to expand that, even though his fucking biography is coming up. Um, Damn. He's well, been acting wanna... since he was a child. Too. I looked on IMDb for his bio and for the mm-hmm. trivia for both versions of the show. And I can't find a lot just that 50 Cent was heavily involved in that who was also a Cage alumni. Well, one of the uh, the first things I noticed watching the movie was that it has a few amazing actors, including Sophie Skelton from uh, Outlander. Which one was um, she? Outlander. She's the daughter. <laughs> we have your woman! <laughs> well, okay, maybe her performance was okay, but her character I kind of wanted to shove off a balcony. Well, see, that's yeah. the thing. That's what, exactly what I was going to say. It's Once again, we have a case of like a handful of amazing actors with shitty fucking dialogue and I'm assuming shitty directing. Well, this, this like, okay. Well, cage made complaints about the final cut of this movie, implying that it mm-hmm. had been re-edited at some point, but like these <laughs> scenes, there's still, there still was no gold there. This is, it's not like this is the magnificent Ambersons and it just got butchered. But like you mentioned, you mentioned the scene with the daughter and she, she basically has like what, two and a half scenes. Yeah, and 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 there's the part where she talks about how well, well he he didn't stick by uh, uh my mom when she was uh, dying mm. of cancer and she had pain and chemo and losing her hair. It's like <laughs> yeah, you know, cancer's pretty bad, but going bald that's just unacceptable. <laughs> So yeah. there's the, there's a weird thing where I think the screenwriters thought they were smart because there's another baldness reference later on. And then there's two different parts oh. where one character says to another, you're so funny. You should do comedy. I just, it kind of, it, it, sorry, I didn't no, interrupt no, you, Linda, but it's like, it kind of reminded me of um, an episode of American Dad where Stan is trying to be an actor and he and Roger <laughs> are going for that. the same part. And he tries to out-act Roger by throwing <laughs> something on the ground. It breaks. And the audience goes, oh, he's really getting a character. <laughs> and it's like they just keep doing the same shit, trying to outdo the other. <laughs> That's how it came off with their lines. Like, even when me and Linda went to acting school, or like an acting class when we were kids, and like, take this paper and slam it down and say, this is what I think of so-and-so's report. And it's like, oh wow, that's so dramatic. It has so much behind it. It's like, no, you're you're forcing a scene. <laughs> Shout out I to don't Ms. care Vicky. for it very much at all, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, they also had a a, a key and peel thing about that, where like yeah. there's one guy who's uh act, an actor portraying Malcolm X and another actor portraying MLK, <laughs> yeah. and they're both trying yeah. out to each other. But um. <laughs> You know, he he apparently said, uh, quote, uh, Cage uh, said, quote, the movie was completely recut and transformed with new story points. It was not the script that I had agreed to make, he confessed. It was really disappointing. I had no idea it would go there. So I'm thinking that maybe, Uh... like, he didn't 
know that they were going to throw in all this extra shit. Because there was completely a lot of shit in there that like, just didn't belong. The, the whole last yeah. half of the movie, you can't follow it. Like, I, I couldn't follow no. it. I'm like, oh, oh, they're over. None of it. They're now. Yeah. Like, oh, and Michael Rainey's been in a car for like an hour. <laughs> but even then, it's like maybe they just let the editor go home early and they told him, uh, yeah, we're all done with the film. So thank you. Oh, oh, okay, cool. And then when they go back inside, like, oh shit, we still have these other stories. We haven't edited in. Uh, fuck it. It can't be that hard. We'll just put this in the beginning and we'll just have a huge action scene with these mercs killing people for reasons we don't know. And then hard cut from that into American city in America town. Even though it's because all, fuck it's it. all fucking Bulgaria. You didn't pay us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like did, I don't know if you guys uh, knew this, but Afghanistan looks just like a gravel pit in Bulgaria. And uh, Kabul, <laughs> yes. uh, it's a back street in Bulgaria <laughs> with a little bit of dirt on, over the pavement, you know. And, and then Massachusetts, yeah. uh, it's a studio back lot in Bulgaria that really looks like one. And you really shouldn't have your drone descend on a studio back lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Istanbul was once Constantinople. Oh, I can't go back. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but it's no business of ours. It? It's just, you know, I, I just thought it'd be better that way. And, you know, it's no business of ours, but the Turks. So. Oh, yeah, the Turks, they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're across the way there from Bulgaria yelling, please don't make that movie. We made Codename KLZ. We know better now. You need to stop before it's too late. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they made Agent Cody Banks. <laughs> oh, wow. Ouch. Uh, but speaking speaking of, of burgeoning young talent like Agent Cody Banks, we have the character of Mac portrayed by, by Dwayne Cameron, who is never convincing as an American because he's from New Zealand. Yep. Which is not actually an excuse, but we're going to give it to him because he's awful. Um, his career has mostly been Power Rangers series, <laughs> believe it or not. Uh, and he was on some shit called Nice Package, which I couldn't find much information about, so I'm assuming nobody saw it. He made some yeah, shorts. Yeah, saw a Nice Package. Because he thinks he's an author. Yeah, there's no nice packages here. No, no showers. Um, and also, package. I really fucking can't stand that fucker's face. Fuck, like, like when that guy died, like off camera, I'm like, great. I don't have to fucking look at him anymore. Like he won't make any stupid ass deathbed confessions to his son on a, on a goddamn cellular telephone. <laughs> I How think come there's always Arlo a camera phone in my face? Uh, concerned because the, um, when I watched it the other day, yeah, I, I'm trying to remember my exact words, but I said out loud something like fucking shit. <laughs> I couldn't believe the fucking last scene. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, are you no. seriously going to fucking end it there? No, the, the, last, the last scene where they're like, okay, all right, we had some of you half convinced this was an American movie, but now you're all going to be sure that this is just Euro shit. <laughs> it's like, and, I, and I'll tell you what it is. One of, the, one of the things that it is, it's not just the stupid music and the awkward performances and the fact that they're not in the same shot. Or or even that dumb line, it's like, hey, let's get that cellular phone you always have and take some new pics. No, it's the <laughs> awkward fade-outs. American movies do yeah. not do that anymore. Like, like have, have, haven't God. done it in a long time, and they're really shoddy digital fade-outs, too. Like, if you did the thing on film where you actually do the cross-transition between two pieces of film, you know, and you have one fade to black and the other one fills in, like, like that looks fine. But, like, the dig digital fade-outs look like ass. Well, yeah, and that... that fucking last line that's what 
got me. That I was just like, are you fucking serious? That's what I think this, I said this, out loud. This, are this, you this fucking one, serious? This one had me thinking again about, about seeking justice because it is yet another movie at this late date. Like this movie was only 2018, like pretty much now. And it's still being like, look, you guys, cellular telephones. You can take pictures <laughs> and email, and you can, you can email pictures to yourself and video, live chat. Wow, guys, cellular telephone like, technology. So the movie Cellular came out in 2004. Don't fucking watch the movie. It is, it, it's not even like uh, funny or. We had to pay uh, 10 awesome, fucking terrible. dollars for it. It's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. They should have paid us it 10 goddamn just, dollars. It's just fucking crap. It's just god awful. And um, put it this way uh, yesterday, before uh, watching it, I, well, before finishing it, I uh, had to get a mammogram. And for those of you who do not know, mammogram. it is uh, very uncomfortable. Grab your boobies. And it's like often like painful. In fact, I was like still hurting later because they basically like put your your boobie in a like a vice grip and or in a vice and like they squish it. Oh my my my, what else do they do? Honestly, (laughs) I would prefer to have that done five more fucking times back to back than to have to watch this goddamn movie ever again well you, you like, know good good analogy i got another one a week ago i had a tooth pulled and i'd go for that again over this right and i at feel one bad point, for both of you at one point like What's, we're I, having quite I'm a studying, week here when i'm studying and when i'm working i like to have something going on in the background that i don't have to think about and uh, I was thinking at one point, I was thinking like, shit, I got to put something on. I got to think of something that that won't pull my attention away too much. And then I realized I've been watching the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you could, you could fall asleep to this just fine. It will yeah. not distract you. At no yeah. point will it ever demand your attention. Um, no, no, but it does ever. make you go, how much longer do I have to go? No. And then you're actually yes. watching the movie going, come on, come on, come on. I come kept on. boosting yeah. the volume, thinking I just had it on too quiet. But no, even with it loud, you can yeah. still zone out. It, with the, the mm-hmm. sound design is bad, among other things. The but, only thing I genuinely remember was Nicolas Cage having his freak out, because that got my attention. Yeah, he gets the one freak out. Hey, he did it! He did it! He did a Cage freak out! All right, go go, you guy. I'm glad you remind me why we do this. Yeah. What took you but so I long? Just, I, why are you late? I thought about <laughs> watching the movie over. I thought about watching the movie over again, because I'm like, I really did not follow any of that. But mm-hmm. then I'm like, you know what? No, we're we're good. We you know, I'm going to do to Self-care. The part where the, <laughs> yeah. where the fat bank manager is all like, hey, leave him alone. You shoot me right now, right here. Shoot me in the head. Oh, you want I shoot you in the head, bank manager? Yeah, why not, big man? Shoot me. <laughs> it's like, yeah. on my... So the point of that was... What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, on my notes, I just have American mercenaries, what? And then the next thing I remember is... Gun shop, why? <laughs> and then it's yeah. recording shit happening on my phone because the side okay, part the old lady was probably the most pointless. I yeah, oh god yeah. You could just take her out and like because I it starts with her, so I thought like okay, so we're following her around, and how is Cage gonna get intertwined in her story? It, mm-hmm. 
doesn't fucking happen. It's like it's it, like a seventies disaster movie, like a TV one, where where it's like let's yeah. give oh, all these characters even, equal time, even though they're nobody and nothing matters. She almost Not has even. nothing to do with the story, and you don't fucking need the backstory of these mercenaries that are not getting paid. Like no, just cut that shit out. And then my biggest question for the both of you uh-huh. is, okay, you're in school, mm-hmm. um, or you don't you don't even have to say school, just a public bathroom. Filming myself in the mirror with my cell phone. Are yeah, you recording yeah. yourself? On yeah, your yeah. Well, usually people just Self-moment, sort of hold the phone yeah. out at arm's length if they want to do the selfie thing. They don't usually yeah, use but he was mirror. just recording himself from the chest down. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> do nothing. Saying, In like, fact, <laughs> I just walked into this movie right now. I've done literally nothing. This is my first scene. You guys, why, why is being, the following thing happening? Like, he's not just recording himself. He's doing a fucking, like, vlog. From yeah, no, he is, no, he yeah. is. And then, and then a bunch of kids come in and they push his face into a urinal. That was the funniest fucking thing. He's just like, man, these guys were like bullying me and I don't know why they do this to me. Oh, I gotta go. There's people coming. And as yep. soon as he sees them and they walk through the door, like, all right, it's your day in the barrel. And they're filming him on their cellular high. telephone. Yes. Yes, because <laughs> cell phones exist. Also, do, do any real high schools actually look like that? That kind of looks like the no. remodel done done on some of the local colleges here, but it doesn't look like a yeah. high school. Believe like you high know, schools, even... are public schools anyway. Like their budgets are kind of low. They're not going to have that cush furniture or any of that. They're going to have old beat up shit. Because no, here in they... America, all teenagers yeah. use their phones to record everything. <laughs> we are. <laughs> In America, I wonder if uh, <laughs> if Shackleton there had like a severe drug problem, and he like was like just doing this movie for know, coke or man. something, and he just couldn't tell that none of this was convincing to anything. Well, they, I guess we just aren't part of that generation because we're not we weren't in school with our cell phones yeah. at the time, so we could start Instagramming selfies yeah. like, "Yo, just took a three ton shit." Because <laughs> we graduated Some right there on the time Randy was getting born. <laughs> yeah. There, um, we had pagers. So I'd like to I'd like to bring something up here though, because even though this movie contains those damn cellular telephones with their cameras. So these these mercenaries, right, the high-profile mercenaries with their hipster beards are committing this robbery, risking life and limb for just $1 million. And there's a part where one of them goes to the cafe, right, and he says, keep the change. And he sets down a $20 bill on the table. And I'm thinking, like, what the fuck? Did he order just a toothpick? Where's $20 going to be a big tip? Because later on, they question the waitress about him. And she says, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. He left a huge tip. I'm like, dude, what's $20 by you anymore? Like, this movie was made again the year before last. It's like, yeah, you got dry toast. You didn't even get the water. The, the, the Wi-Fi. Like, that's the only. Yeah, yeah, that's the only way that was a big tip. Is like keep the. So, so I'm thinking like a million dollars is supposed to be a lot. Twenty dollars is supposed to be a lot. So was this set in like 1971? Yeah. Well, it, that made me think of a uh, uh, fucking. Um, what was Austin it? Powers. The uh, God damn it. Uh, uh, Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One <laughs> million dollars. <laughs> Yeah, I think, no, like, you guys my be- taste went a little higher. I was what, thinking what of the think Tim of? and Eric movie. Yeah. When oh. they're like, we need $10 million, but where are we going to get that money? I don't know where it went. Like, oh, well, it could have been the suit we had studded with actual diamonds. <laughs> like, oh, no, that's not it. We're going to get rid of that. Wolf. 
Oh, I fucking love that movie. Everybody at Me home, too. don't 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 watch two eleven. Go watch go and watch Tim and Eric's yes. billion dollar movie instead. It'll it give you the so same weird. reaction almost if you don't like comedy. <laughs> Didn't it have um Ray Wise? Yeah, Ray Wise appears at the end because yeah. he has the shrim, the shrimp temple. Yes, <laughs> yeah. and, and we're not going to say what that is on the air, people. No, <laughs> yeah, and John C. Riley as Taquito. Yeah, 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 and Will Ferrell's in there too. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so good. Can we so please go back and talk about the racist as all fuck school principal? Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, the principal who's who's walking out in the commons area in the hall, and he hears uh, Michael Rainey Jr. in his specific timber being, "Help! Help! Yes. I'm being attacked! Help me, please, someone!" And he walks in. It's like, oh, look, there is a white child on the floor. The, our precious yes, teacher. and the black child has run away. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, clearly Kenny is to blame. That it was not Kenny I heard yelling earlier, even though that was not a Caucasoid voice I heard calling for help. <laughs> Well, this was the funniest thing. It's like this shit happens, and then you fast forward to hurt his mom in the school, and the teacher yeah, is telling you. him, "Yeah, he was the one being assaulted. Maybe the teacher didn't see that, but we think he should be put on a ride along to show him what happens when you make the bad choices <laughs> only in life." Two options in the whole wide world: ride along yes. with the police, where he'll be endangered, or expulsion. You choose, nurse yes. lady who saves lives. You, it's like. Really, you don't you don't have any community service options or anything of that nature. It's like, no, we want your child to walk into bullets. And what yeah. was the fucking say the slogan they had for their students? Oh, where it's, oh god, there was some teacher. If thing. a student is being mean to a teacher, you come clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It rhymed. It was, it was some bullshit shit like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, was the stupidest the fucking character. And that was bullshit. really stupid, although that was one of the only believably Americans aspect of the film. <laughs> that's, yeah. Because, I mean, shit, even with, with me and Linda, we had zero tolerance. That's the only thing yeah. we had. Yeah, yeah. Well, hell, when I was 12, I called I called a fellow student who was making fun of me a prostitute, and I had to get dragged into the to the counselor's <laughs> office. Like, and we don't say that word. That's sex harassment. I'm like, I barely know what that word means. I'm 12 years old. My name's Adrian, and I'm a child at this point in time. It's like, oh, so you're kind of a diminutive in this aspect of your history. It's like, yes, I am still young at this juncture. Well, and yeah. it's funny to me because, like, I'm sorry, you didn't go ahead, Linda. Oh, I was just going to say the vice principal was just like one step away from saying, look, I've always liked you people, but <laughs> yeah, I've always been good to you people. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it would it would kind of be nice if this movie was about something, then maybe they could have explored that, you know, like like uh, maybe if they even said what year and universe yeah. this film took place. It's like, so need. this is Massachusetts or or Eastern Europe. Or it's the 2000s, or it's the 70s, or outer space. Nobody's but, really yeah, behaving like I'm a person. Like focus on one fucking story. No. And, no, and, and they, they keep cutting to surveillance cameras, and they're trying to make the camera yes. thing a, a, a theme. And Cage's yeah. character's like, you know, this is the time I should retire, because it used to be fun to be a cop. You could beat a guy, and nobody would see it. But now everybody's got a lawyer, or whatever that is. Well, see, that's the got funniest thing cameras. I loved about it, but was also like, what the fuck? Because, like... It reminded me in um in high school because I had a lot of days that I missed and I also was just like fuck this I hate school so they put me in a special program that was run by cops Ooh, and the whole idea oh, yes. was that you're going to be taught police procedure and it's going to help you to be a better student and pay attention. I was like that shit did work. 
It was no, that's that's fucking Wait, uh, military. This was called a off track That means Donnie, you should be but, doing my job, and I should be doing yours. Pretty damn much. Let's I train. can't do that. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, we'll switch. I'll just go in and wear your name tag and go. I Adrian. <laughs> uh, apparently, my, my supervisor uh, thinks of me as a stocky football player type, so he might not know the difference between us. Yeah, there we go. Just it's wear like, a baseball you cap. Supervise. You know, I take over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, like okay, they put us in this, football. and it worked for us for like troubled students and students that had suspensions mm-hmm. and shit. That was cool. We learned some shit. They were nice to us. We got to see the police dog because it was run by a canine policeman. Cool. This fucking kid is like, yeah, you're going to get to go on a ride along. It's like, okay, cool. After one offense. As soon as he meets the cops, like, what the fuck are you smiling about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mac turns into a girl (laughs) sergeant. He's like, oh, yeah, you're here because you fucked up, young man. That's right. I'm from Massachusetts, and you're black, and you're riding in our car. I hope that's okay with you. Yeah, Yeah. and fucking Nick Cage is just like, ah, that good old racism. (laughs) Yeah, he's even got this black cop friend who is his brother, and, and he's like, Good thing you didn't get my daughter pregnant. Are you saying that because I'm African-American? <laughs> yes, I'm saying it because you're African-American. Yes, to clarify right said. now, I have a problem with black people. Well, like, the, the, you're right. They have like a, the theme, like they set the theme of uh, camera phones and um, and surveillance cameras. And, you know, it, so you think like, okay, so when's the weird tech thing going to come up and yeah. um and nicholas cage at one point he takes the kid's <clears throat> uh phone and so you're thinking like okay when is that going to come into play and none of this shit does well it now that you're talking about it back. i have it running silent in the background on the part where michael rainey jr is in the back of the car and he finds the baby doll in there and he's taking the nine volt <laughs> battery out of the back of the doll to charge his cell phone and I don't know how he's yes. doing that. It's literally, I'm getting heavy The Room vibes right now. It's like, I will you know, just hold this cassette tape too. recorder up to this telephone because that works. Oh, my God. Oh, Cage's totally daughter thinking, is Lisa, and she's so fact, beautiful. Like, yesterday, I told Carlo that it's, I said, it's like The Room, but not at all enjoyable. Yeah, <laughs> and no. some the of Room the is like Citizen like Kane compared room. to this. <laughs> yeah, it, this reminded me of that magical time when movies came out about the internet and people just assumed what hacking was and how mm-hmm. hackers all had to look like steampunk victims. <laughs> yeah, did, did you how love all the those web... uh, made-for-TV hacker movies where the kid, the yeah, guy would have like a cyber glove and he'd like remember, have skulls? Uh, like, Fear.com. Like, com. I Do love Fear.com. I, like, <laughs> it's no. like a website set up being hosted by a fucking ghost haunting the web. No, dude, no, there's some that take it one further than that, though. There's fucking .com for murder with Roger Daltrey and Huey Lewis. Did you ever see that one? And there's with Mary there's and also The Cell. Yes. Well, but so. it's like all these movies where people assume how this shit works mm-hmm. and how it doesn't matter where you are, you always have a cell signal. Well, no matter well, what the fuck let, you're let's, at, let's, let's you face always it. do. Well, yeah. Well, oh, oh, Larry Cohen's cellular. Yeah. But uh, wait, let's wait. Oh, any any movie that's about a new technology, like like sometimes it's going to be related to the technology well, and the other half of the times it's going to be magic because just they just assume the audience won't know anything. What now? <laughs> yeah, even CSI does the same with their enhance and oh, like, oh, oh, we have no, satellites no, out yeah, there. No. We can get a photo of anything in crystal clarity. All three CSIs in every iteration of Law and Order. It's like, oh my god, it was her the whole time, Elliot. Let's go pick her up. 
Oh, wait a minute. My daughter's in trouble at school. You get this one, Liv. <laughs> well, like, you know, in some parts, like, the fucking dialogue was worse than the room. Like, yeah. like I think in the, every juncture, uh, the dialogue, this, this, this dialogue, like, like Donnie said, like, what universe is this set in? Like, these are not human beings yeah. speaking. <laughs> like, the test results came back. I'm definitely pregnant. <laughs> and then suddenly mercenaries burst in. It's like, we're taking this no, data the, stick. The second, what? Oh the my second, God, at least in the computer business. We see him and his wife and the pregnancy comes up. And he's like, oh, babe, I love you. I'm like, you both need to die now. Not later. Now. Yes. You need to be. When everyone's to- on the rooftop talking to Johnny and shit about his <laughs> drug addiction, there's fucking terrorists taking over the plaza. They're all stuck on the roof now. And it's up to Tommy to go free them. Oh, no. Uh. Matt R. showed up. <laughs> With machine guns. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> Chris R. is a German terrorist. Did you guys ever you see never that paid movie me. derailed? <laughs> Where it's derailed where it's the terrorists yeah. on the train yeah. and most of the movies shot on a green screen. That yeah. movie felt more natural and American than two eleven did. Honestly, I, I remember Linda making the comment she was only something like I think ten minutes into the movie and you're just like, oof. And I'm like, I checked out in the beginning because it's like the the guy with the glasses who's talking to the girl doing the sciencey yeah. work. And it's like as soon as you hear them talk, boss? I'm like yeah, and it's like as soon as you hear them start talking, I'm like, they dubbed that girl's voice, and I'm like, they that, that, that can't be though, right? Because nobody can do an American accent. No, they can't. They but it's like they even no. dubbed his voice too. It's like listening to that you could tell these are not their natural voices, or they just recorded in a fucking bathroom and closed the shower curtain. Well, if they done it because like this a, was not a natural sounding. If they done it like a seventies or eighties Italian movie where they shot it silent and had the actors dub their own voices, and then whoever dubbed it for international distribution, that would have been better. Yeah, the sound the sound design for one is terrible. Like 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 if if you watch like Alberto Di Martino's The Tempter, The Exorcist ripoff, like that thing is like studio quality American quality sound. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where whereas this, it's like it's like you know, I really wish I was watching a movie by the Asylum right now or one of those cheapos that Lionsgate would pick up. Donnie, were you just like having a problem handling your booze? <laughs> was that a bottle? Oh no, Linda, Linda! I'm drinking uh, right now from a 24 ounce can. Wait, did we lose Donnie? I I don't know how does this work. Donnie, Score. Donnie, did the movie What'd absorb you, you? Yes, it did. Oh, <laughs> I was captivated. That's right. I look at this movie and I say, "I am so into you." I can't think enough. I mean, honestly, else. no. Even that, this movie's like when you go to the bathroom because you're like, God, I really need to pee. And then suddenly your ass is like, fuck it, we're going to have diarrhea time now. You're like, oh, God, I can't push without pushing up my ass, too. What do I do? What do I do? Oh. Just all the shit's happening at once. It's a one-way yeah, trip to Browntown. All this stuff is happening, and you're like, what? What do I do now? I, I don't know what's going on, but I, everything is happening all at I once. I don't know who that is. I don't know what to feel. I actually don't. I haven't been introduced to any of these hostages. That fat bank manager looked like a Santa Claus caricature from fucking Latvia. What the fuck is going on? And um, and why did nobody complain when he was filming the guy, the white dude with the dreadlocks? Okay, yeah, yeah, thank you, the, thank uh, you. Yeah, no, Cage <laughs> complains about how everybody's got a phone now, and it's like, man, and it's like, so the second you haven't, you 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 get called to a gas station about a transient who needs to get kicked out, he's mm-hmm. just a fucking bum. 
right? A transient a harmless... which they pulled their fucking yeah, guns Yeah, exactly. Off. No, they <laughs> go fucking guns drawn on a bum. Dude, I've yeah. seen cops deal with bums. They don't fucking whip those shits out. Like, they don't want to they don't want to get a hassle. Well, and uh, uh. the message I sent you, Donnie, was not even one minute in, and I was saying, good fucking lord, and rolling my yeah. eyes. Really? The characters <laughs> yeah. I wanted to follow were the ones making that transaction in Afghanistan. I wanted to see what happened with that rich guy. It's like, so you do all this for the money? It's like, yeah, I want to see. I want to see. Why'd you kill him? No, he was the only interesting character. Wait, wait, the Cage's people, son Weston comes in all hard. That, I want to follow the people that reviewed the movie because at least they had interesting lives. I, I'll bet they, I'll bet, I'll bet they did. Yeah, it's like, wow, Cage has really stepped into this time, making a movie in that country called Europe that's over by London. I don't even know anymore. It's too bad he can't do good stuff anymore. You know, like Gone in 60 Seconds. Man, what do things come to? My notes were that Cage looks like he's Consto. Yeah. Um, also, this has the quality of a Hallmark or Lifetime movie, dot, dot, dot. No way they could do it way better. <laughs> maybe, maybe, not Pretty Lifetime. Much. Lifetime's head over heels above this. But uh, um, Hallmark, I could see them doing it in an off day. You know, if you just made one scene where it was snowing and you had the Interpol lady fall in love with somebody. <laughs> Then, then it's a Hallmark movie. <laughs> she falls in love with the bank manager. And, or she falls in love with Cage. And Cage is like, look, Lisa, I brought you a new mommy for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> then the last scene makes total sense. Hey, let's take some new pics on that camera telephone that you're always carrying. Ha ha ha. Okay, that was the that was the painful point for me was the fucking end that i couldn't fucking believe because he there he's coming home and surprise his son-in-law's alive and okay his daughter gave birth to the baby and uh for some reason i guess he stayed friends with uh the kid kenny and he's there and uh, everybody's there, and apparently it's Nicolas Cage's birthday, and he walks into his house, and like, oh, <laughs> he looks surprise. at the picture frame rather and... than interfacing with a human. <laughs> yes, he looks yeah. at the picture frame of his uh, his daughter and him and his deceased wife, and then he he looks at Kenny and he says. Uh, do you have that that cell phone or that damn cell phone you you're always carrying around? You got that you doodad? You got the discombobulated whatchamacallit? Yeah. Come he's here and like, take yeah, it to the type of us. And then he says, "Good, cause we're gonna need some new pics." Oh, it gets all X-rated <laughs> after that. That's why it fades <laughs> special out. Special right page there. in a yearbook. Here you come. <laughs> And I was telling Donnie when I was watching it, too, that I kept expecting it to turn into a porn film at any moment. Like, like this has, yeah. like, I've seen better quality well, porn. Well, uh, I don't know. Like, what you, is you, this shit? You, you got that you, the good-looking young man in the back of that car with those two cops. Everybody's all hard up. It's a hot day. You better take something well, off. I think I've seen Sophie Skelton's boobies in uh, Outlander boobies so, linda uh, do you boobies. have a segment related to boobies why yes i do thank you for asking oh i want his clothes off clothes off clothes off no no nudity no? which is 
probably for the no. best. You didn't want to see that New Zealand Power Ranger guy's penis? <laughs> like, you know, I want to see, see everybody's penis. It's got to look they better than known this was a porno if the American mercenaries came busting out of fucking Abu Dhabi <laughs> with nothing but their dicks hanging out with assault rifles. Dude, dude, what? I want to okay. see everybody's bits. What if they done this like Turbulence 3 heavy metal and Weston had come in his heavy metal outfit, you know, from his band? No. No. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, Let's do the man. hustle. They need to pay us. What? What? What, the, what, what was it? Slade Craven. <laughs> yes, Slade Craven. <laughs> I own that entire series on VHS. Unapologetically. <laughs> well, I, a lot of my movies I didn't necessarily select so much as Linda and I dug them out of the dumpster. And Literally. and my friend as Osiris Oliphant gave me many of my movies by the crate. So it was like, I'm just trying to get rid of these. I'm like, cool, cool, dude. Yes. Oh, yeah. I st- I got some real priceless gems in there, too. You did. And so um, did I. I got a lot of Robotech and a lot of uh, uh, York and Barnholtz uh, cheapo VHSs where there's about an inch of tape because it's recorded on extended, extended play. And, like, the tape's, like, red or yellow or something. I got to uh, live out my young childhood dreams, and I got some spot videos. Nice. <laughs> love spot join me now in my childhood dreams (laughs) any hooligans uh right i johnny were you able to find any reviews for this i mean i think did i johnny's reviews it would be interesting to hear good reviews This was one of the worst movies I have ever seen in my entire life. Me too. The directing was horrible. <laughs> the acting was just terrible. It was. I laughed through most of this movie until I started to remember I spent money on it. <laughs> I, I cannot believe how bad this was. There's absolutely no redeeming qualities in this movie except for a couple close-ups of the Interpol girl. Unbelievably oh. bad, beyond bad. There are no words. Freaking breeder. Now, I mean, Jesus Christ, Interpol girl. <laughs> Interpol girl on the TV. Creepy talking girl. about the Virgin Mary. <laughs> so, okay, whatever she is, she's believe, a song. <laughs> if you feel the need to be absolutely marinated in political correctness, this is the film for you. Huh. The American soldiers are hired killers being pursued by some third world chicky who is working for Interpol. Chicky? In the local Wait, they thought they were American? Yes, chicky. Yes. This reviewer is confused. The only American there was Weston. In the local Bizarro World High School, where clocks run backwards and day is night, a group of white kids beat up some innocent black student. In the bathroom, then, of course, the black kid gets blamed for it. Next, we have the obligatory, slimy, sleazy, dirty gun shop owner who is peddling assault rifles and making lewd suggestions to a female customer. Oh, he he's forgetting, I guess, again? that she's the chicky Interpol lady. <laughs> Apparently, this reviewer did not appreciate looking at the chicky. No, at least the gun dealer didn't call her chicky. (laughs) Yeah, the directing sucked, acting sucked, Mm -hmm. but the soundtrack was okay. It was. I figured Nick Cage is trying to pay massive gambling debts 
or a huge alimony payment, which is forcing him to show up and slop like this. It's sad. Well, Was there a soundtrack? The timing's not so wrong there, but... <clears throat> yeah, and the last two were chosen for very specific reasons. Well, this one, not so much, but the last one was okay. beautiful. Let's, let's hear it. It's like three lame movies collided <laughs> at a bank. The Interpol lady seemed like she wandered on set. Horrible acting, horrible directing, horrible everything. And my absolute favorite... My wife asked me why I wasted one of her evenings in life. That's it. <laughs> you know, now that they bring up the, the, the acting in the Interpol, quote unquote, chicky. Yeah. Do you remember the scene where she's talking to the police captain? And she's like, no, you don't understand. These guys are badasses. They, they what? They what, Interpol lady? No, it's not how you think. It's what? Is it complicated? It's like. So did David Mamet take mushrooms and direct this scene? Why can't? Why are you people talking like this? It's like you don't stop the word unless they cut you off. They have to be cross talking to do that, you morons. The only scene I legitimately remember with her was, and it was a weird shot too. You had the kid in the cop car, and then suddenly it cuts to her car, and it's like, is she behind them or somewhere near them? And she's gets out and she's walking. And you see her coat, her blazer flapping, and you see she has a gun. And it just gave me flashbacks to the Phantom Menace, where I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're carrying a Jedi's weapon. <laughs> but it was just something for no no real essential reason or purpose. She just kind of showed up out of nowhere there, right. and I thought, oh, is the kid going to see her and she'll approach Nick Cage? No, it just cuts no. from that, I think, into her going the to the gun shop. The edit said nothing to do with each other. But the whole thing is set on yeah. that one parking lot where there's only one way in and out from. And there's the bank yeah. and the really European-looking fake cafe. And then there's a bunch of fake houses along one edge. And it's like, this is this. Yeah. there's no way that this is anywhere in the real world. This is, your, this is your goddamn you. Bulgarian <laughs> studio backlot. This is like that stupid-ass Universal Studios backlot that's like every Universal TV show where it's like, oh, mm. look how the uh, street takes a bend there so we don't have to look down and see how... Uh, this ain't the real world. You notice how there's uh, no lines drawn either and the curb's not real. Uh. Um, I forgot to mention that uh, this movie took exactly uh, two months to shoot. Jesus Christ. And, yeah, <laughs> but it was uh, it was delayed because I think for two weeks because uh, Cage managed to break his ankle. Yeah. Okay. On set. Wow. Yeah. He probably yeah. did it on purpose, thought he'd get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> then Michael Rainey Jr. just keeps having falls. Like, oh, no, I think I hurt my wrist a little bit. You oh, know, we'll no. just x-ray again. You're not getting out of this movie so easy. God damn it, I got a real show to be on. Oh, no, I broke my face. What does that you mean? You see him take a I bike and it. just throw it on the road in front of a parked bus and then just put himself <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> and then the real movie starts right. where he like shackles and comes out and goes, You're not getting away. <laughs> <laughs> you have filming to do. Uh, you're you're reminding me they of the three much better he movies I watched while I was avoiding rewatching this movie. Like yes. like Phantasm Three and Lord of Yay. Illusions and uh, Wishmaster One. Oh, Lord of Illusions is fun. Lord of Illusions Magic. is awesome. 
It keeps reminding me why we need them to do the Scarlet Letter. Or not the Scarlet Letter, but uh, the Scarlet Gospel as the last Hellraiser movie and bring back Scott Bakula as Fucking ain't right they do. Yes. Scott Bakula Bakula. awesome. Bakula. so awesome. Yeah. Fuck yes. A lot of it, but, yeah, uh, every time... Yeah, we've actually referenced this movie a lot recently before recording, but every time people talk about Nick Cage must have all these debts to pay and all these contracts he has, I just keep thinking of part of that song from uh, Repo the Genetic Opera, where it's like, Nick Cage's contract has some mighty fine print. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they they say that they they act as if as if he was part of this golden age and now it's gone. But they 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 weren't they weren't with it through from the beginning like we were where. No, there were shit movies all along. Maybe there were more good ones, but that's just the real shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like the pattern he follows is almost the pattern of the industry itself. You know, even though he's yeah. obviously after the 2010s, he's sort of on the outs. But like, like, like what what he's doing yeah. in this movie specifically is no different than like a lot of the things that Steven Seagal or Jason Statham no. were doing. Where it's like, oh well, he's a working man. Yeah, it's it's like, oh, I'm John Cold, and this is the Foreigner. Oh, this is sorry, this is a uh, uh, harsh realm, the Foreigner too. That's right. We got to do some bad things to some bad people, my brothers. Yeah. You know, honestly, I was thinking because he's played a cop a few times, I would love a reality show if they did like that. Um, I think it's Rick Grimes' Dirty Jobs, except it's Nick Cage goes in and he takes these people's jobs for like a few days. <laughs> so you'll have like Chef Cage, Server Cage. Oh, yeah. And the whole awesome. idea is that he's such a great trained actor, he can just get right in there and start doing it like right. this is It'll his be like Team job. America. He could just act his way past those guards. He'd be like, Durka Durka, Muhammad Jihad. <laughs> He's the greatest actor. Ever. That's right. <laughs> well, um, um, I've uh, luckily I've been uh, able to distract myself because uh, I just recently it took me forever. I don't know why, but I just recently got into mod, and I fucking love it. Oh, <laughs> I just oh, bought with the, the whole series with uh, what's your name? It was it was B Arthur. B. Arthur. Yeah. Beatrice yeah. Arthur. Yep. yep. <laughs> she been around. And Adrian Barboobs is her daughter. I didn't know that. Oh my. But I never knew yeah. that she had a series. I was. I just thought she sort of like appeared in TV movies in Creepshow. And that's how she just sort of happened. And, Pretty um, much. And Escape from New York. It has Rue McClanahan in it too. But anyway. And the fog. <laughs> that's yeah. the Duke. Do I know a... the sound of his engines. <laughs> do we have anything to do with faces? No, we got something before oh. the faces, Donnie. Yeah. Oh, that's and right. And the afterglow Jeez. of your love. Oh, Jesus. Uh. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Jesus Christ. It's time for sequel. Sequel returns. Return. Much harder. 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 Faster. <laughs> Let's get rid of the sequel. Linda, you go first for a change. No. Do it. She doesn't have one. Donnie, you go first. One. God damn it. <laughs> I, I didn't make a sequel unless we're doing like a Robert Rodriguez style thing where we just remake the first fucking movie we did and, and tell and it that's coherently. Fine because there's so many different mm. things that are a sequel. Mm. That, or that are marketed yeah, just, yes. as a take sequel. take one fucking story and stick to it. <laughs> like, right. just... Oh no, we're getting... What's your... We're putting all the elements together. <laughs> so... 
After a well-planned attack on a data bunker deep, deep, deep in the sands of Istanbul that was once Constantinople, (laughs) a team of highly trained data mining mercenaries recover part of an encrypted file detailing the locations of a flash drive with a list of names of every active CIA operative currently deployed throughout the world. Meanwhile, near retirement... In USA Town, USA, <laughs> beat cop Tom Hanks and his son-like partner, who is his oh, son, no. played by Harvey Keitel, <laughs> are ta- taking a young student, Tom Holland, on a ride-along <laughs> on what should be a normal day in the city. But soon they find themselves trenched in the middle of a bank robbery put on by the data mining mercenaries from Istanbul, which was once Constantinople, in an attempt to break into the vault and retrieve the highly sought-after flash drive. Will Tom Hanks and Harvey Keitel prevent a heist which could kill hundreds? Will Tom Holland make it back to school alive? With a hell of a final report? Tune in. Keep Harvey Keitel and also keep Sophie Skelton as his wife. I'm sorry, father. I'm watching the shit. You could just say that it was basically the bad lieutenant that he just survived being shot in the fucking head. I mean, people do survive getting shot in the head. Just sometimes they're a little bit compromised, like Brady of the Brady Bill. Mm. You know. Yes. He's he's a good dude. It's fine. You know, bullets can slow you down, but they can't stop you. They can't stop you. That's right. They can't stop the Lord. That's, that's right. Adrian? <laughs> can't stop the Adrian. All right. <laughs> Prepare if you're for. Have Tom Hanks as a cop, you should have Dan Aykroyd as his partner. Prepare <laughs> for. <laughs> Jesus. New Picks, a sequel to 211. Kenny Ooh. is touring the mean streets of New York, actually, Lithuania. Uh, when oh. he uh, it, <laughs> he discovers that his cellular telephone is picking up video from somebody else's cellular telephone, a spoiled young heir to a fortune who has been kidnapped for ransom for one million dollars by a band of mercenaries led by Wangler, Weston Cage once again. Can Kenny track down the cellular telephone signal in time to help? Can he teach this hostage a valuable life lesson? Soundtrack by Eyes of Noctum, directly to Redbox this summer. Ooh. <laughs> All right. I've got one, and it's really simple. Okay. I just want to see a day in the life of that uh, that gun dealer. That's all I want. <laughs> oh, you, you, want, you want to see, like, a Wayne Wang or, like, a Kevin Smith-style, like, shop independent movie kind of thing, like, shot on video in black yeah. and white? Lady comes in and is like... Oh, hey, you're an attractive female. Oh, you don't know the they half of it. Over. I'm going through a complicated divorce. <laughs> then you will want this pretty gun for lady, which is pink. Oh, that's terrific. I'm going to shoot his balls off. Now you have three-day waiting period, pretty lady. <laughs> yes, you're a lady. You like pink gun. <laughs> yeah, or um, that or I want to see why the kids don't like and and they pick on Kenny. <laughs> I'll I'll watch a teen drama with him in it. Sure, why the well, fuck well, not? Well, the, the movie had really erratic I editing. told us why he was being bullied. You can't see that Kenny actually yeah. has very tragic Tourette's. And he, and and <laughs> his Tourette's are oddly yeah. specific where they target things he knows in confidence about the people's family members like crack ass cracker. <laughs> 
And it's like, your mom's an addict and she chose drugs over you. Oh, sorry, you guys. Person. Absolutely didn't uh, kill himself. Usually Tourette's is just like making weird noises or like. Yes. But, yes, right, but, but, but some people do swear it on it, shit. you know, and, and we actually had yeah, a substitute yeah. teacher at my high school once who didn't last too long because he did have tragic Tourette's and the tragic Tourette's involved racial slurs. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, he didn't choose those Tourette's, I, but maybe those words were in him. A fun disease. Not disease. Go ahead. No, that, no, that, was, that, that, was, that was my Tourette no. story. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. It's not a. It's not a disease. It's something that actually does happen with people, and I thought it'd be the coolest thing ever to get. <laughs> but people suddenly, just their accent suddenly changes to a completely foreign accent, and it's like they, do they had do people it well? that suddenly just they started. Yeah, it's like it's literally people like you sound like you're literally from here. It's like people were getting British accents, uh, Irish, mm-hmm. Scottish. That's a German. Really odd, it's like man. it's something. It's some weird thing that happens and clicks in their brain, and suddenly, this is how they talk. They should have tracked down like, a lot of people like that thing. and casted this movie with them. They could have. I would have believed. Then just it, maybe some of them would have I mean, sounded American. It's kind of sad when this movie is so badly made like that, but yet I can watch something like Double Impact or Hard Target oh, yeah. with Jean Claude, and it's like oh, I yeah. believe you, Jean Claude. You are an American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, it's like, like no, yeah. Jean Jean Claude Van Damme or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. It's like it doesn't matter <laughs> you know, that you talk like you're from some kind of Euro place. You're doing your thing, man. <laughs> oh my That's God. what I do. Get people out of the city. <laughs> so y'all feel ready to face this off now? Rip right? it off! <laughs> God, I want to watch No Holds Barred again. Yeah, um, I want to watch many things that are this movie. Dookie in my pants. <laughs> Dookie. That's right. Um, my face off is Mike Chandler is Sean Bean. Uh, Lisa McAvoy is Taylor Swift. Oh boy. And Steve McAvoy is Steve Harvey. And Kenny is unironically played as a high school student, Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> Just because I want to see them bully Michael Clark Duncan and try to sell a big man like him getting his head shoved in a urinal by these skinny-ass fucking guys. They're so mean to me. (laughs) I watched the fuck out of that. <laughs> I I do want to see that. Thank you. <laughs> you fixed. I the love movie. Michael Clark Duncan. He's amazing. <laughs> so, Adrian, what you got? Okay, so uh, for the daughter there, I've got Sandra Bernhardt. Mm. Um, oh. uh, for Mac, I've got Tracy Morgan. Uh, okay. For Kenny, I've got Ron Funches. <laughs> oh fuck! I love Ron. Funches. For Kenny's mom, I've got Tyler Funches Perry. Yeah. <laughs> for Cage, I've got Vinnie Jones. Yeah. For the bank manager, I've got Paul Shear. Yeah. All right. uh, for his wife, I've got Rebel Wilson. <laughs> and for the mercenaries, I've got a, go- a group of school kids visiting from Croatia. Wow. And for the director, I've got my ass, because that's where this fucking movie came from. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how I directed my face off. Um, it's like it's mine, there's no way to take this seriously. 
for once, I uh, I didn't go with a cast. I just went with a movie that did it better. Oh. Um, and Tangerine. It's uh, we are familiar with it. The Rock. <laughs> just, yeah. just fucking watch The Rock and just enjoy that <laughs> and pretend this fucking movie never existed. Yo, shut up a bitch. <laughs> You're the man now, dog. <laughs> oh. I don't care about your high school, Kenny. I just want to find some rockets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're him. You're the rocket man. I hate soft ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this movie. Hotter than Zeus's butthole. Did you know that the Elton John song, All the Young Girls Love Alice, was not released as a single? There were only three singles from Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. What the fuck? Okay. Fuck you! I love Elton John and you can go right to hell! I'm not hating on him. I I like him just as much as the next. I have been Uh, drinking. So... Were you guys able to find any uh, kernels of KG wisdom? Ooh. When a student's being mean to a teacher, you come clean. <laughs> <laughs> what more do you need past that? I've got, I've got Obviously. Cell phones suck the souls of the dead, and you must preserve the phone or lose the spirit. Or yeah. maybe just keep eating that urinal cake until the principal comes in. it's minty (laughs) did you guys enjoy that asmr that we brought to you (laughs) (laughs) we got a million of them (laughs) (laughs) oh i guess mine would be um it's not something that i learned from the movie but something that uh was really just like really brought to my attention even more mm-hmm. um never fucking record in a public bathroom <laughs> yeah. it ain't right are you when are you saying i should stop doing that <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy adrian reporting from the shitter dog. this shit is like green it's like 14 inches long it's like ring that bell i'm gonna tell you about my taco bell <laughs> i'm at burger king this thing looks like it's gonna come to life y'all it would help this is your you- shit grand <laughs> <laughs> I just had some Jimmy D's, and I'm going to let you know how it comes out in my report on this. Okay, yeah, people be the warned, loo. the one over here on Trosper, somebody did urinate in the soap dispenser, okay? It's not just me smelling that, it's there. <laughs> somebody urinated over all the seat covers and yes. over the seat itself. It's like saturated or some shit. Although, no joke, I have, like, as a as a woman... Like when we see there's piss all over the seat, it's like how? Because <laughs> how did you do that? Because some womanly ladies can't 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 bother to build the nest so they can sit on the seat. They like to hover about about like three feet off the ground above the damn toilet. And they're like, wherever it lands, it lands. I don't have to clean it. Yet when I had to clean the ladies' room at Walgreens, and when I, I had to clean both the restrooms, the ladies' room always had more feces than the men's room. And sometimes yeah. it would be like a Christmas wreath of feces around the toilet, mm-hmm. none of it on the toilet, and none of it in the toilet. Yeah, I I can't uh, tell you guys the, the horrors that I have seen. 
Well, uh, it's, it gets pretty. I could say something from a movie, but I will not because I don't want to haunt the dreams of our listeners. Well, I mean, you know, if you mention the worst thing ever, it's just in keeping with the movie we watched this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Let's do it's it. Sort of a new law. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to tell you the movie because I want people to actively Google these key words. But there is a movie about a crazy girl. It's a love story that deals with anal fissures. So look that up. Movie, love story, anal fissure. And this girl has this obsession with how she was always told as a girl, you're supposed to keep yourself clean and have clean toilets. So she decided to be a rebel and rubs her coochie across public seats. No, 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 no. In bathrooms. No, 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 no. And she does this purposely on the worst looking public toilets that have crusty shit all over them. And she does this because she's like, I have never gotten a disease from this and it is soothing to me and I find it highly erotic. Oh, and it wasn't foreign made. It was American. She's like a pioneer. She was doing this dumbass shit before the COVID challenge. It is the weirdest thing and the grossest because you do see her Fisher pop and it's like, Ah, it's okay. She also rides around on a skateboard, like itching at her ass while she's like picking at the Fisher. But this is, this is back to the movie. I just noticed in the scene with, with, with Mac and, and, and Lisa, they have a wood paneled refrigerator. (laughs) Oh my God. Donnie, this takes it right back. This doesn't take place on the planet earth. (laughs) No, I was right. (laughs) Oh this God! Is, this is like me. Solaris. At the end, like Cage looks up and he realizes that he wasn't on Earth all along, and that the brain planet just made him see this of this new world. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is the sequel to Knowing. Apparently, the the people they're gonna want to know how it all went down. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> But uh, with that, I suppose it's time I say, uh, please listen, follow, rate, and review Cage's Kiss on Apple Podcasts. Please, please, it helps us out immensely. And uh, you can check out our stuff on YouTube and comment. Uh, We've got a lot of interesting ones. Have uh, we? Lately. Oh. (laughs) Um, About needing new boyfriends. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of wow. our YouTube comments what? seem to think that we're uh, we, we we are a successful American man. Oh, I am from Latvia and would like very much date. What? <laughs> yes, so we we've had a lot of. I the, keep bringing uh, up Latvia. Like, I should mix it up some. Yeah. I'll have to show you, Donnie. <laughs> we've oh, had a lot of busty women. Making, oh, yeah, no! They put the little heart calls. emoticons on there and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I've got God. a guy trolling my YouTube. Maybe we could spirit him over to the Cage's Kiss YouTube. You know, spice it up. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. So uh, remember, you could find. Oh, and I should say on that YouTube channel, uh, you you definitely should check it out because Adrian hides little like, animations in there, and it's pretty goddamn awesome. Yeah, I I uh, try. <laughs> 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 you're our special little artist plus, plus sometimes uh, i won't have enough pictures to fill the episodes i'll have to draw on my library video that yeah. i've taken that is copyright free his libo- library <laughs> uh also check out her patreon at patreon.com forward slash cages kiss 
Uh, remember, you can find Cage's Kiss on Facebook, on Twitter, and on the Instagrams at, at Cage's Kiss. Uh, that's C-A-G-E-S-K-I-S-S. You could visit our website at cageskiss.com, and you can always write to us at cageskiss at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Now, uh, I can't remember if I gave him uh, a shout out, but, uh, you know, he's so nice. Uh, I'll do it twice, and I have no problem with that. Uh, Ben Robinson, we got your review on Podchaser. Thank you so freaking much. It was Ben amazing. Robinson, we're coming for you. Oh, ben, ben Robinson liked us. Ben! I don't know why he just has that name. It sounds like something in a movie that you would say that like, Ben Robinson! Give me the templates, Ramsey. Your days are numbered. <laughs> Now he's going to think we're threatening him. <laughs> Everybody's talking about Ben Robinson. We're coming for you, brother. Wait, I think you did. What's that smell, Ben Robinson? I think you did no, mention him one time because, because, you, because you, said, you said Robinson and I was all like cuckoo kachoob. Yeah. Oh god! Are you trying to flirt with me, Mr. Bill Robinson? <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think of Craig Robinson from... Uh, uh, Craig? Um, what we do in the shadows. <laughs> oh, yeah. From the director of Jojo Rabbit. Y'all needs to get up all on our Patreon and look at us reviewing that movie. Yeah, seriously. And uh, our, our work with a, uh, where we covered Patricia Arquette and uh, Michael Kine and, and Julian Sands, who has a power beyond ours. Yes. <laughs> yes. Fucking love him. So, uh, anyway, uh, check out my other podcast about witches and history and stories of all media, uh, Bedknobs and Broomflicks. That's uh, spelled uh, with licks at the end, uh, as opposed to an X. Have so, you done uh, Witch Trap yeah. by Kevin S. Tenney? Yeah. Not yet. It was. It's pretty good. Right. Yeah, it's Bedknobs and Broomflicks. And the Golden Girls podcast I do with Kristen from CoffinCast. When girls were golden. And uh, yeah, we're going to be working on our second episode uh, a couple days from now. So yeah. good times. Adrian, what oh, you got going on? Well, as always, I am Leo the Fox, L-E-O-T-H-E-F-O-X. All run together, all one word, all lowercase. I'm on the DeviantArt.com and I am on the Patreon and I have actually Ooh. been posting stuff to my Patreon lately. You should come check it for about a dollar. And you know, More I like Leo the Fox. <laughs> and also on DeviantArt, I run the group called Dreadful Tales, which is an homage to pulp oh, yeah. magazines from the 1840s through 1939, which I put out every other month. Very cool. It's sometimes pretty cool and spoopy appropriate. Ooh, it's October <laughs> oh, yeah. right now. Ooh, it's <laughs> Actually, we are coming up on our five-year anniversary of that magazine too. Yeah. That's because it, it debuted on Halloween yeah. in 2015. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. That just yeah. reminded me. We're uh, actually coming on a, our year anniversary for Bedknobs and Broomflicks. What? You've been God, doing that for a whole year? Just, yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like we have been, but... Uh, no. Unless. Like at all. Time flies when you're what a shut-in hiding from disease. 
<laughs> they can find Don Don as the Unwheel Goals over on the Instagram and on the Twitter too. I'm also the Boy Who Blew over on the Pornhub, and I'm also the Wisdom in the Bottle on the YouTubes. Oh wait, you have a separate YouTube channel from your Unreal Goals? I am Unreal Goals on the <laughs> channel of YouTube, been... and we actually did post our fucking episode Yay. on finally. So eat a bag of dicks. Hold on, I'm getting <laughs> ready to eat those dicks. About the movie where the lady goes boom boom. <laughs> You know, no shit, I have to share this now. I was playing Sea of Thieves, and we have those little uh, megaphones so you can talk to other players on other ships, and just to make sure if the guys were friendly or not, they had a huge, like, one of those barges, and I was like, hello, Mr. Ship! (laughs) They fired on us. It was not a friendly ship. I got well, kicked from my team. The last thing I see on your Unreal Goals channel is the No I Don't Mod Skyrim thing. Oh, you're looking at my kitty cat one. Yeah. Yeah. I'll Am I following the wrong the channel, channel here? Uh, yes, God you are. God damn it. Because it actually says Unreal Goals. Uh, so we will link that oh, hopefully in our description. <laughs> see, people can get them. misled. Oh, I see my artworks. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna need a band. I gotta subscribe for this fucking channel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll uh, we'll post the. Uh, I'm gonna get you a view here, boy. Our, uh, we'll post <laughs> the link in our our episode notes and on the uh, website. Yeah, it's almost three hours of the most depressing drunk I've ever been. Well, Jesus. I'm really buzzed right now, and I ain't feeling my face too well, so I can relate. No, I'm like seriously mean it. It is the most depressing opening because it was on my birthday when I was drunk, and it was all entirely about our father's passing. So, yeah, three hours of that. Get ready to be just brought up in high spirits. I forgot you two (laughs) also had the best 2020 ever, better than some other people. Uh. Did they find a cure for something? I have two good friends who got COVID. Anal fishers. Oh, shit. (laughs) Anal fisher cures. Yeah, Yeah, Uh. our cousin got the COVID. Yeah, it's it's making the yeah, rounds. So yeah, maybe it'll be our Which turn. Which cousin was that? You guys got so many Brian. fucking cousins. Yeah. Yeah, Brian. He got a... a oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and he's he was like uh, using several tanks of oxygen a day, I think. Jesus Christ. But, Mouth um, breather. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But uh, I want to. Uh, there's been some, there's something I've been wanting to do for a while, mm-hmm. uh, but I just keep forgetting about it. Uh, today's the day. Killing. I say a oh. big hello and thank you to the uh, our listeners in other countries. We got listeners in other countries. Yeah, we could mention them a bit more. We we have in the past. They're good people. We're international. Thanks you for we putting have, uh, up with listeners. us, international listeners. We love you. Ni hao. Yes, we have uh, listeners in uh, Great Britain and Ireland. I see you. Good day. Konnichiwa. To speak in the your native tongue, <laughs> Ireland. Konnichiwa. Tasai, 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 whiskey, whiskey. Linda. 
<laughs> Hello, uh, Ireland. Even... I'm rather the fan of Sex Romer and Jay Sheridan Le Fanu. How? <laughs> <laughs> um, and oh, uh, oh! Before we do, I also have to mention because you forgot it, and I almost forgot it too. You can also find me and Linda on Coyote's Bluff soon. Yeah, that's right. You're both to this on that radio drama. We are. You're on <laughs> it like yes. Donkey Kong. Yeah, I finally got to uh, play the old grizzled uh, lieutenant who's getting too old for this shit. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we also have listeners over in Canada. Um, We, you know, we we do have fun with you guys sometimes. The lesser America. (laughs) We're just jealous. We want to be in you. We just want your Tim Hortons, that's all. Yeah, your Tim Yo's. (laughs) <laughs> but we do love you guys uh we actually have two listeners in mexico awesome and um we have uh listeners over in uh new zealand oh. where i i i'm gonna move there so badly you guys right now it's far um, away and australia Ooh. that would be a 14 hour delay in our recording days do i care can I feel uh, my you face? Should if you want to get paid, bitch. I wonder. We have I dream. listeners in Egypt. Where are you at? We see Hi, you. Egypt. Like Hello. an Egyptian. <laughs> uh, over in Norway and uh, Sweden, land of our people. Bitchin'. Um, Nordmead fan. Oh, yeah. And we have a, a, a surprising amount of listeners in Kazakhstan. The fish. So we have. Yeah, how are you guys doing? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, man, like, like, uh, reach out to us. Uh, you can email us at cageskiss at gmail or uh, find us on on uh, Twitter or whatever. We, ain't uh, afraid we, of no we don't have any Germans or Russians, M- Mama Da. It's all about the Germans and Russians. Um, not yet, or at least not in the last 30 days. Leo the Fox speaking. Dear Russian fans, come and listen to this podcast. We love you. Give us your cheeky bricky. (laughs) What? (laughs) Donnie loves your videos with cats. (laughs) And funny hats. (laughs) Donnie loves moose and squirrel. (laughs) I am fan of your women. (laughs) (laughs) We're all a bunch of slobs just like y'all. Huh. Yeah, yeah. I squat. <laughs> I eat some inch key. I enjoy my vodka. It's chilled. Oh lord. Oh man, vodka would be sweet right now, but I just had freaking eighteen ounces of this beer type stuff. But also, while uh, talking about Ireland, uh, shout out to our friends over. At I understood that reference. You guys are awesome, and we love you. But not our other friends in no. England land. No. We have they know we have they many hoes in different area codes <laughs> is what my sister is trying to get across. <laughs> I have friends in England that I dearly love. They'd be all like in Yorkshire and stuff. Crumpets but, and tea, everyone. Much love also to our friends over at Killer Rabbit and uh, uh, Verbal Diorama. Bottom <laughs> <laughs> of the stream. <laughs> it will never not be wonderful. <laughs> to our homies abroad and afar. That's right. And all the you ships know, at sea. Gonna, wait, wait, is this happening? Are we finally going to break off in a song? 
<laughs> I I don't There's wanna. There's no time <laughs> for us. There's no place but anyway, um, for us. Yeah, we love y'all. And uh, yeah, Kazakhstan, hit us up, man. Like, let us know how you're doing. Why? Let <laughs> the time go by. I don't care if I can be Now, you'll here be hearing from us next week. You Adrian, you need to de escalate. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, my son is dead. <laughs> you'll be hearing uh-huh. from us next week. <laughs> When we cover Teen Titans, go to the movies! <laughs> yes! Why? 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 Fucking yes. Why? Uh, you can stream it for free with a TNT subscription. Oh. Otherwise, you can rent or buy it and uh, buy it streaming on the usual platforms, including Amazon Prime, Redbox, and Apple. And every time I say Redbox, I'm afraid I'm going to say Red Tube. But don't, Please don't, donate don't to don't our Patreon to cover the four dollars <laughs> it takes us to suffer through these damn things. Do not yeah. look up Teen Titans on RedTube. <laughs> yeah. You know, between 18 and 20 is still technically a teenager. That's usually the loophole the pornography gets through. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> the more you know. But yeah, so I can't wait and uh, we'll uh, see you there. Cage. Cage. I could eat a page for hours. Please.